Last night saw the climax of the Battle of the Boomers, Hillary versus Bernie. Hillary Clinton is now declared by all and sundry the Democratic choice for president to have slain Bernie, the magic dragon Sanders. And Bernie seems to be the only one who doesn't know he's done. Even so, it took the mighty forces of the legendary Clinton machine more than it ever thought possible to put a halt to the Bernie insurgency, the last lingering flair of the great counterculture movement of the 60s. True to form, Bernie is going to keep on trucking, but it's a shadow game now. It is questionable whether Western civilization will be able to endure what is now about to fall when Clinton, the calculator, has to go center stage against Trump unplugged. It's going to be the political equivalent of WrestleMania's cage matches, not incidentally where Donald Trump, in the days of his tamer hair, schooled himself on tactics and demeanor. Let's get ready to rumble indeed. American democracy is now at that curious stage in which two of the most untrusted people in public life, two with the greatest unlikability standards, are presented as the choice for their highest and most revered office. The American electorate is in the position of a dedicated vegophobe, being offered the choice between Brussels sprouts and broccoli. Hillary has the charm of a steel brush and Trump the manners of a severely irritated cobra. Trump is all scorch and burn. He's a lava flow with a microphone. Hillary, with Bill, it's impossible to think of Hillary without Bill. They're a unit. Hillary is ambition-possessed and ruthless. Combat between these two will enter into areas of malice, calculation, dirty tricks, press management, deceit, personal attack, and outrageous pandering that drowns all previous comparison. Between these two, the whole continent of North America may not provide enough mud for them to sling. They may have the contract out. Trump's running for president is probably a surprise for him, even an afterthought, while Hillary has thought of nothing else since her university days, hers the longest audition in American civil life. How did American politics come to this pass when the world's most successful democracy is offered such a beggar's choice for its highest office? There's a catalog of reasons. The professionalization of politics with its pollsters, image consultants, marketers, and insane levels of fundraising. The gap between the politicos and the public, the public an afterthought in the rage for victory and its spoils. The emergence of a partisan press on both sides the toxic thought suffocations of political correctness, and mainly a great distrust of the entire system of politics. It's a harrowing thought that American presidential politics has been whittled down to such a precarious selection, when in the absence of trust and likability, most Americans, not all, see the coming contest as a forced march to choose the lesser evil. For The National, I'm Rex Murphy.